0: How do we strike the perfect balance between giving something our all, really working hard, demanding the very best from ourselves, and showing ourselves grace when we fall short, and knowing when to call it quits to get some rest before the next day? You can do that through becoming a part of this community on instagram my website bestyoucanbe.com or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments i want to start today's episode in full transparency telling you what initially sparked my deciding on this for our topic today I believe that self-care is perfectly all right. I also believe that a lot of the information surrounding self-care is confusing and that it's actually potentially detrimental to your leadership and your personal growth. So on the one hand, we're told that you've got to grind to shine, work your butt off in this cutthroat world of business to get what you want, but you're also told Hey, it's okay if you literally want to stay in bed all day Saturday and Sunday watching Netflix and letting all the messages pile up on your phone from people who depend on you, because you're just having your me time, right? Like those are two very opposing messages. And maybe this is just me. But I feel like the podcasts, the Instagram accounts, they're all toggling between these two unsustainable extremes and they're contradicting themselves and creating confusion. The fact of the matter is that this has to be a perfectly even balance or else one of these extremes, either extreme grit or extreme grace, will start to limit your growth long-term. 100% hard work and 0% play leads to burnout, exhaustion, and a lack of passion and drive, but an inconsistent commitment to work and a low tolerance for the stress that sometimes comes from it that leads to getting nowhere near your dreams and looking back on the past with regret that you didn't put in some more effort. So here's another confusing example. Sometimes we hear things like, on time is late, you have to always be five minutes early and ready to go. But then sometimes when we do end up being late, we hear the, it's okay, you shut up, you get a gold star just for coming. So we have a super high bar and then we also have basically no bar at all, right? So. The reason why I think that this is so confusing is you honestly cannot have both, but we are being told that we can. You cannot be both excellent and lazy. You can't hold yourself to a high bar and have an everything goes attitude both at the same time. And please, 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 please do not mishear what I'm saying because by no means am I saying that rest is bad or the days off are bad. Also just for added context, and because this is a young women's leadership podcast, um, this message that we can have both extremes is very much being targeted towards women. And maybe that's because women typically lead a lifestyle that is balancing multiple different things, wearing many hats. And so maybe that tendency to feel a little bit more scattered, feel a little bit more overwhelmed than someone who's just focusing on one, maybe two life roles Maybe that means that women are just more prone to needing that day of, you know, no work, no phone, just 100% self-care, but I get very frustrated hearing this message directed towards me, directed towards my friends of two competing ideas that are simply not compatible with long-term success or fulfillment. And I think a lot of us also who would consider ourselves to be high achievers, hard workers, ambitious, big goal dreamers, we can almost feel dissuaded from the grit aspect of today's topic because having grit, you know, working hard, that's not always the cool or popular thing to do. If that's you, I mean, how many times have you heard lighten up, will you? Or what do you even do for fun? Or just, you know, snarky remarks like that that are showing a disapproval of your ambition. So it's definitely a tough line to walk. And that is why in today's episode, we are going to look more into each of the extremes of grit and of grace. And we're going to look at some practical ways to implement both. And then also what a perfect balance might look like for you and how to protect yourself from being too hard on yourself on the one hand, and how to protect yourself from being dissuaded from taking the steps that you need to take in order to reach your leadership goals and your personal goals. Let's start with the basics. What is grit? Easy peasy, we talk about this often enough. Grit is discipline. It's pushing through adversity or unexpected setbacks. Uh, The Merriam-Webster definition of grit I love, so I'm going to share it with you. It's firmness of mind or spirit unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger. Firmness of mind or spirit, unyielding courage in the face of hardship or danger. Some practical examples in the day-to-day. Maybe you have multiple passions that you're trying to pursue all at once so you wake up extra early when it's still dark outside to have the productive morning hours devoted to your endeavors outside of the normal work or school day. Maybe you say no to weekend plans so that you can study so that you can make the dean's list every semester. You're goal-oriented. You don't skip assignments. You push past comfort in a workout. It's all the, it's all the little things in our daily routine uh, where we can choose to show grit or not. But how do you know when you're overdoing it? How do we know when we need to maybe back off the pedal for a little bit? I would say that I actually have very extensive experience doing this the wrong way, I tend to think that God might have literally just made me without that in between switch, you know, I am either on or I'm off, like, I'm either in something fully, or I'm not about it at all. I'm either giving something my 100% or I said no to participating whatsoever. And I don't think I'm unique in this, actually. I hear all the time the struggle that is so real with trying to not overdo things and knowing when to back off without putting yourself into exhaustion. So it's definitely a common struggle. It's definitely something that's very hard. I think that the biggest thing to pay attention to so that you know when you're about to overdo things is literally just to pay attention, which is easier said than done because most of us have a very busy sort of loud lifestyle, right? So Um, It's simple and not easy, but something that we've talked about on the podcast here before is self-awareness, like pay attention to when you are starting to get in bed, turn the lights off and you fall asleep within five seconds. That means you're too tired. (laughs) If you're falling asleep in class, not out of habit or lack of caring, but literally straight out of fatigue, that's something to pay attention to as well. Getting to the afternoon and feeling like your brain is pushing through thick mud just to think when you're trying to work. Your body is like the dashboard in your car. Pay attention when it signals different lights to you like maintenance required. That means that you have some maintenance that's required. I think a really good example of overdoing it is the person who has worked out five times per week consistently you aren't seeing any results you're not getting faster you're not getting stronger you're not seeing the scale move you're getting frustrated so you just train more and you sleep less and you work harder right no that is your body saying that you need to take a step back before you can step forward So I am off my soapbox for now, but this whole concept and not listening to my body has hurt me enough that I need to feel the need to hammer it in a little bit. But the biggest tip that I have when it comes to developing grit is staying consistent. Grit is nothing more than a good habit of demanding excellence and effort from yourself. Nothing more than a good habit of demanding excellence and effort from yourself consistently which is why throwing in the towel and just quitting on your consistency every single Friday through Saturday is just ruining your progress that you make during the week. But then let's turn to the opposite side of the spectrum. What is grace? Grace is that, all right, work has been crazy this week. I'm skipping working out tomorrow to get an extra hour of sleep. It's trying really hard to reach your goals on Monday, falling short, calling it quits, but then still returning to the drawing board the next day with just as much effort and just as much discipline. Grace is messing up, maybe super badly, but accepting it, forgiving the fact that you aren't perfect just like everybody else, and then moving on to keep just trying your best. Grace is also maybe just treating herself with the same level of understanding and forgiveness that you extend to others. And obviously this definition only works if you do forgive and show grace to others. But I'm sure that if someone that works for you called you right now and said that they'll be late to work because this happened and that happened and they're going crazy and they're trying to do it all and they don't know what to do. You'd probably just say to them, hey, that's fine. Do what you need to do. Let me know how I can help and come when you can. And sometimes we need to talk to ourselves that way too. But how do we know when we're overdoing it with the grace that we extend to ourselves so i would say that you're overdoing it if you are making excuses for yourself i think most of us we don't make excuses unless we feel some sort of tiny tinge of guilt and we shouldn't feel any guilt if we're just trying to balance a long-term approach to good performance and good maintenance of our ability to do good hard work right So, if we're making excuses, there might be a reason why we're making excuses, and we might be showing ourselves a little bit too much grace to where it kind of goes overboard into more like self indulgence. I think that if we feel like we are conscientiously lowering the bar and giving ourselves a pass for what we feel is lazy, that's also another good mile marker. Notice how my definitions of grace don't involve. You know, locking your phone away for 72 hours, wearing nothing but pajamas um, that you don't wash, eating ice cream and watching Netflix and nothing else. But within the proper context, of course, we also need to have that awareness of if we're overdoing things and pushing ourselves into a state of feeling like we need that much stress relief. Maybe we need to pay attention a little bit sooner, a little bit sooner in the game, so that we don't get to that point of needing that much rest. So, with all of this, I think that it is so important that we remember that all we see are the highlight reels, all we see of someone else's accomplishments are the accomplishments themselves. So, if there is somebody that you admire who has done amazing things that you want to emulate dig a little bit deeper in your research and see if you can find out more behind the scenes of their life before they made it, so to speak. And I can almost guarantee you that it will be filled with days of being tired, days of working hard, and sometimes falling down, but always getting back up. If your dreams require grit, and if grit requires consistency, then if you overdo it on the grace side of things, then you aren't just taking one step backwards to take two steps forwards. You're just kind of going backwards at that point or at best staying stagnant. Hey, you guys, I'm just gonna quickly hit the pause button on this to just say thank you to everybody who has left a star rating and a comment review for the podcast. It truly makes such a significant impact on expanding our ability to reach more young women and encourage them in their confidence, their leadership, their personal journeys. So it truly means the world to me, each and every review. I love it and I'm so thankful. And if you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet, this is just your friendly reminder that it is something that I would be so grateful grateful from the very bottom of my heart. That is not an understatement. And let's keep going. And an important addition to the topic of grace too, and just knowing when you need to take a break, is that you have to show grace to other people. You have to. You cannot expect more from other people than what they are willing to expect from themselves. You cannot expect more from other people than what they're willing to expect from themselves. You, you can and you should try to lead them to raise their expectations, to tap into all of their potential, to leave nothing on the table. But that's kind of where your, your job has to stop. You inspire them, you hold them to a high bar, but it's up to them to change what they ultimately are willing to demand from themselves. Everybody has a different idea of what hard work is. And everybody has a different perception of what stress is. And so you just have to show them grace, not just for them, But also for your own sanity, if I'm being completely honest, I think that there is something so freeing about having a more surrendered and less controlling approach to this specific area in your leadership of and your interactions with other people. But returning to the main question of how to stay on the straight and narrow with not too much of either one of these, not too much grit and burnout, but not too much grace that leads to self-indulgence. I would say, surround yourself with people who encourage what you want in life and on social media. So for me, I personally do not like being told when I open up my Instagram feed, I don't need to be told that sleeping until 1 p.m. and eating a pint of ice cream is self-care that's not really what recharges me. Um, I would rather be encouraged by the person who wakes up at a normal time consistently and has a good lazy Saturday every so often, but still is motivated and ready to go for another work week. I also know that I don't need to have my feed filled with that you know, most motivated Navy SEAL types waking up at 3 a.m. to run 25 miles because that's also not the lifestyle that I've chosen. So because of that, That's not what I curate my feed to encourage me towards. So decide what you want to be filled up with and take action. Next, focus on some baby steps or some action items for what it is that you struggle incorporating. We all fall on different different sides of this spectrum. So I personally probably could work all day and be perfectly fine and, and happy. I love goals. I love putting in the effort behind them. But I also know that that's unsustainable, right? Burnout is a real thing. And it isn't productive for anybody. So in my planner, the way I incorporate baby steps to protect me from my sort of negative swing to overwork. In my planner, it has this section where I put in habits that I want to work on for each month. And that's where I might literally write in my to do's, do yoga two times per week, take a relaxing bath one time per week. Like That is how I personally put in the bumpers that I need. And I love it because it's forcing me to incorporate those grace-filled action items in the form of little tiny things sprinkled throughout the week that make a huge difference to keep me centered between grit and grace. And then if you're the opposite, maybe Tell a friend as an accountability buddy that you're going to wake up 30 minutes earlier for one week straight and see how you do. Decide what you want to be filled up with and take action and add in the specific baby steps to prevent yourself from swinging too much towards whichever extreme you tend to go towards. Next, and probably most importantly, actually, be yourself. A lot of people relax and show themselves grace by watching a lot of Netflix series and shows. And if that's how you de-stress, great, awesome. But it's personally not for me. So in order to be myself and not watch any TV, cause that's just not what I'm into and be perfectly comfortable in my own skin and with who I am when I'm with a group of people I have to be okay knowing that they're going to ask me, hey, have you seen this show? Have you seen that show? And I'm always just going to say, no, I'm sorry. I haven't seen it. I don't know what you're talking about. But in order to be myself, I have to be okay with with the consequences of that. And lastly, how to stay balanced between grit and grace is to stay focused on your goals, but don't idolize them. I say that because if you're focused on your goals, you'll work hard for them. And if you don't idolize them, then you will keep them in perspective enough to still be okay with a weekend spent not towards your goals specifically, but being with your friends and family, which are also an important priority for you. So keeping all of your goals in perspective and not making your goals your life will ensure that you also show yourself grace in your journey towards reaching them. I also like to think of this as keeping priorities straight so that our goals stay in line with a fulfilling vision. And I think for most of us, a fulfilling vision doesn't just have our goals isolated by themselves, but it also involves all the people and experiences along the journey to get there. So know what you want to be encouraged by in your surroundings and the people that you're influenced by. Take action on that. Even if it's just baby steps, Be yourself and stay focused on your goals, but don't idolize them. Let's recap really quickly. The biggest tip that I have when it comes to developing grit is staying consistent. Grit is nothing more than a good habit of demanding excellence and demanding effort from yourself. But in order to maintain this hard work for the long haul, you have to show yourself grace in the process life happens, things go wrong, we fail, we fall short, we have bad days. And that's where showing yourself the grace to just take a step back, take a breather, that's where that's critical. And then you just hop right back into the ring and you work towards your goals again. And I think that the biggest thing to pay attention to so that you know when you're about to overdo things and you're gonna maybe work a little bit too hard is to have self-awareness and take notice of the lights that go off on the car dashboard of your body so that you know when you need an oil change Um, or you know know when you need to put your feet up and, and take a break. Grace is treating yourself with the same level of understanding and forgiveness that you extend to others. It's hitting the pause button when you know that you need it, but if you have dreams and goals and aspirations, I mean, if you really have those things in mind, then grace for you is not extending to yourself excuses to do absolutely nothing. And it's not coming up with reasons to justify laziness. If your dreams require grit and grit requires consistency, then if you overdo it on the grace side of things, you aren't just taking a step back to take two steps forward. You are just going backwards or at best staying stagnant. And lastly, just to keep in the back of your mind, take into account when showing grace to others that you are not in control of where they draw their line for how much work is enough. You aren't in control of what's stressful and what's not stressful to them. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make a drink. So just lead by example with a good work ethic and surrender the rest. I hope that you found this episode helpful. I really just wanna encourage you that if you like to work hard and if you have big dreams, keep doing it. Our society right now is in a bad habit of praising the final product, but not the countless hours of labor that led to it. And we're also sort of experiencing this focus on so much self-care that it isn't even leaving any time left over for consistent diligence. Keep putting in the hours, keep putting in the work, show yourself grace when things go south, and I am so proud of you for being intentional and growing into the leader that you are meant to be. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe, and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.